You're listening to Simplifying Investing with Diana Messina. This podcast is general in nature and hasn't taken your circumstances into account. It's important you consider your personal circumstances and speak to a financial advisor before deciding what's right for you. Any general tax information provided is provided as a guide only. Now, here's Diana. Hello and welcome back to Simplifying Investing with Diana Messina. Today, we're going to talk about the impacts of the Reserve Bank interest rate hikes on the economy. With the Reserve Bank increasing the cash rate again at its November meeting, taking the cash rate to 4.35%. A lot of households are becoming concerned that the Christmas period will be tougher for them because they're going to be having to pay back a higher component of their income to their mortgage and that the outlook for next year also looks more challenging because interest rates are higher than they expected. A question that I'm getting more and more often these days is whether the Reserve Bank interest rate hikes are doing more help or harm to the economy. And there is growing concern about what impact the rate hikes are actually having on the economy, whether they are actually helping to slow down inflation. So we're going to look at this topic today. First, let's talk about why the Reserve Bank is actually increasing interest rates. We've had a very fast increase to interest rates since May of last year. It's been the fastest tightening cycle that Australia has had since the late 1980s. The cash rate has increased from 0.1% in April of last year to its current level of 4.35%. Now that level of the cash rate is much higher than where most people were expecting it to reach if we cast our minds back a year ago. But the only reason that the Reserve Bank has continually raised interest rates faster than we expected is because the economy has actually proved to be much more resilient to interest rate hikes. The unemployment rate for most of this year has tracked between 35 to 3.7%, which is still around a 48-year low. Economic growth has slowed, but it is still holding up. And consumer spending has also proved to be much more resilient to interest rate hikes than we were expecting. Consumers have had more savings to run down and they haven't even eaten through all of those accumulated savings, at least for the average household. Of course, there are some differences for households in different income brackets and across different ages as well. The purpose in increasing interest rates has been to control inflation. Inflation in Australia still remains too high. It's currently running at over 5% on an annual basis across both the headline and the underlying or core measures. Now, this is well above the Reserve Bank's 2 to 3% inflation target. And the Reserve Bank has a job to keep inflation within that 2 to 3% target over the course of the business cycle. If inflation was to continue to remain high, that is a long-term risk for the economy because it would risk inflation expectations increasing, wages growth increasing continually and leading to a situation where inflation can stay sticky at 5 or 6% for a very long period of time. That is not desirable for households because it erodes household purchasing power and it's not sustainable for economic growth. We saw in Australia in the period around the early 1970s that we did have a big inflation problem. We saw inflation getting out of hand, wages growth got out of hand. And ultimately that led to a big rise in the unemployment rate because it wasn't a positive environment for the economy. The Reserve Bank is trying to avoid this situation. And this is why it has been aggressive in increasing interest rates since last year. I've heard a lot of commentary recently that inflation is just occurring in areas where the Reserve Bank has no influence like electricity, gas, or food. Now that's partly true. We have had high inflation in those categories, but when you look at the overall breadth of inflation in the Australian consumer, basket, it has been very broad-based. About 59% of categories in the consumer price basket have seen annual price growth of over 3%. So it's not just a few categories that are leading inflation higher. It's actually been quite broad-based, especially in areas like services, things like eating out, personal services, medical services, postal services, 
insurance and finance, domestic and holiday travel as well. The other purpose of interest rate hikes is that the Reserve Bank doesn't want to see these one-off supply shocks in areas like electricity or gas seep through into the broader parts of consumer spending or the consumer price basket. So even though we may have these one-off shocks in oil or in food, if we have a high inflationary environment, that could seep through into other bits of consumer spending. And the purpose of increasing interest rates is to avoid that happening. Now, the Reserve Bank is not trying to specifically inflict pain on households through raising interest rates, but the way that monetary policy works is primarily through the lending channel. And we have spoken about that before in this podcast. So So interest rate hikes will work predominantly through changing consumer lending habits. Now, when we look at the impact of interest rate hikes on households, we can clearly see that higher interest rates are taking a toll on households with a mortgage. About 37% of Australian households have a mortgage, 29% rent, and 30% own their home outright. When we look at mortgage repayments as a share of income, those are moving to around a record high now because of the impacts of higher interest rates. So clearly, households with a mortgage are doing it tough. And then when we look at things like the breakdown in consumer accumulated savings, we can see that households with a mortgage, more of those middle-aged and younger households that have probably taken out a mortgage in the last few years, they are the ones that have run down their savings quite significantly. And it's the older households that still have a lot of those accumulated savings because they haven't necessarily been impacted by higher interest rates. Renters have also been impacted from the economic environment that we're in. Very tight supply in the housing market has led to increases in rental growth. In some cases, higher interest rates have also contributed to higher rental growth because landlords have been able to pass on the higher cost of servicing their own debt or mortgage to their renters. We can also see the impact on consumer confidence. Australian consumer confidence is around recession lows. But part of that is also to do with the high inflation environment that we're in. Generally, periods of high inflation and low real wages growth, which is the difference between your take-home pay and inflation, are associated with lower levels of consumer confidence. So clearly we can see that rate hikes are taking a toll on the household, especially for those with a mortgage. The difficulty for the RBA is to try and navigate a really narrow path where they can slow down economic growth enough to reduce inflation, but not to induce a recession or a significant downturn in the economy. Because the real risk that we're in right now is that high interest rates will eventually lead to a very significant downturn, primarily through impacting those households with a mortgage. And that risk is a major risk for the outlook in 2024. I think we also need to be mindful that there are signs that higher interest rates are helping the economy to reduce inflation. Australian inflation peaked at just under 8% in December last year, and now it's running just over 5%. So clearly high interest rates have helped to reduce some of that inflation. Part of that has occurred as consumer spending for discretionary items has slowed, which we can see in the retail data. We can also see that there's been a decline in housing construction activity because interest rates have increased and generally economic growth has slowed from its levels a year or two ago as we've had this increase to interest rates. So there are definitely signs that high interest rates are helping to slow down economic growth and to reduce inflation, which is ultimately the goal from the increase to the cash rate. We've also seen that inflation expectations have not really risen that much. They are starting to trend 
down. Now that's positive because the Reserve Bank doesn't want to see inflation expectations get out of hand because that would mean ultimately more interest rate hikes. They want to see inflation expectations come down as people know that they're serious about targeting a 2 to 3% inflation target in Australia. The government also has a role to play to ensure that wage gains that are awarded to minimum award enterprise bargaining agreements and public sector wages are sustainable for the market. We saw in the Fair Work Commission's decision back in June to award quite large wage gains to those on minimum award and on EBAs has had a broader signaling impact to the rest of the market that wages growth is going to be more elevated in the next one to two years. That can be a problem in this current high inflationary environment because Australia has low productivity growth. So we have seen that wages growth has risen quite significantly and that it will probably be running at over 4% on a yearly basis over the next six months, which could concern the Reserve Bank. In terms of the outlook from here, there is still the risk of another interest rate hike from the RBA, perhaps in February in early 2024. I do think that the Reserve Bank needs to be more cognizant of the very long lags that are involved with increasing interest rates. And I am worried that in this particular cycle that we're in, we are seeing more lags to the household sector compared to usual because a lot more households have taken on fixed loans that are yet to roll off. We still have about 55% of that fixed rate roll-off that's going to occur in the next 12 months. And I think that in early 2024, we are going to see some more downward impacts on the household, especially as the labour market slows and the unemployment rate is likely to rise. So consumer incomes will be under more pressure. That does worry me about the outlook. And I think that we need to see a pause in interest rates from here. But the Reserve Bank is worried about the inflation outlook. And if we get more surprises to the upside on inflation, I can see the cash rate being increased again by another another 0.25%. I do think we are very close to the peak in interest rates because the economy is starting to show clear signs that interest rate hikes are working and that inflation is coming down. So a further slowing inflation would be very helpful for the RBA not to raise the cash rate again. I also think that the government has a bigger role to play in trying to control its fiscal stimulus packages from both a federal and a state point of view to try and help the RBA to meet its 2 to 3% inflation target in the next few years. It could also be worthwhile to ask your lender if there's any potential discount on your lending rate or to even consider a fixed rate loan if you're becoming more and more concerned about the potential for higher interest rates in early 2024. I hope that was useful today and until next time. To keep up to date with Yana's podcasts and reports, follow her on LinkedIn and your favourite streaming platform. 